This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Check, check. Level check. Check. Spear mug check. If you don't mind. I would begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V-I-G. Kevin and B. It's so nice to see you on the scene. Powerful and yet non-offensive. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was a spicy one. They want to consume him like a hearty stew. Every last drop young, they're all in. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. What's going on? (laughs) Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Over to me. Will Glenda be there? Welcome to our radio show. Today's topic, uh, fish sticks. Becky, what did you think? They were all right. Yeah, uh, they were all right. Our feature presentation. Sort of sounds like our show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quite the review. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd listen to that. <laughs> morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Friday morning, the 3rd of May. Oh, man. I know. What? How did I forget? What? Oh, I thought you were I sad suck. that the fourth was going to be tomorrow. No. Oh, do you remember? Oh, I for- no. I forgot. No? But I forgot. no. It no, was September. the third of okay. May. Oh, that's right. That's I'm getting on my... Oh, you forgot... <laughs> I forgot to do the, the temptations thing that uh, I do on the third of every month. All right, oh, well, I'll, need- I'll do it again. We're not on the air yet. Time. No, no, that's no, no. not the part. It's okay. the edited, the part in the open yeah. that I screwed up. Oh, oh man. It was the third of third May. Of May. <laughs> I can't. I'm so disappointed in myself. I mean, I, I think it's me. a... I feel like it's a small thing, though, for it's everyone else. Thing. Yeah. It's a huge thing. Okay. I thought it was God two different it. things before it was that thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. None of that us was a journey. Why being <laughs> so disappointed <laughs> is the most important thing. All right. Got it. Got it. Hey, um, Kevin, I know how sometimes uh, when I start talking about Frye that we have some technical difficulties with my with my connection. Yeah, yeah. Up. Okay. But what I'm saying is at least one time, let's, do so, let's give some respect to the listener. And I believe his name is James. I've already forgotten it, even though I just looked it up. <laughs> let's, let's give some respect to the listener who crafted a song for us in honor of Frye. So at least give us the 30 seconds. Oh, no, 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 no. Cutting out. It, it, but what? It, he wants to play a listener's song. I know. Yeah, I don't have any control listener's over it. Mm-hmm. No, but what I'm saying is let's not F with his work and his dedication oh, to the show. Cutting mm-hmm. out. Okay? Because I think you'll 
appreciate it very much. So here's what James or whatever his name is sent us. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. F this noise. I mean, pretty good so far, right? Yes. So far. Pretty, pretty entertaining. Don't hate it. Just say it. So good, guys. That's an anthem. I mean, I mean, it's really good. I'll allow it. Yeah. All right. I just yeah. want to make sure. So he can sing it, but mm-hmm. you can't say it. Those are the rules. <laughs> yeah. But it's Friday. Yeah, I have oh. to be able to. Yeah, to be able. How dare you? Anyway, thank you, uh, James. That's I fantastic. mean, you got to look up his name. I mean, I know, he, I need he did you. just before we went on. I know. I, guys, I'm losing it today. I'm sorry. I got a lot going on. All right. Hey, do you ever. Um, hey, Ellie. <laughs> you sound normal. All good, Jensen. Hi, hi. Hey, Kevin. Hey. Do you ever? Do you guys ever um, crack your crack your knuckles? You ever do that thing where you? Like, yes. You know, no, I've never been that person. Me no. either. Really? How come? It just always gave me the creeps when people would do it, and I always heard as a kid that if you do it, your knuckles get super big, and then you won't be able to put a ring over it, which hasn't been a problem for me. But I'm just saying, <laughs> um, in the future, I'd like to be able to. Wear a ring. Wear a ring, mm. sure. Do you ever pop your neck? No. I don't like That's... cracks and pops and stuff like that. If it doesn't if it doesn't do it naturally, th- no. Mm-mm. Right. Well, apparently there are some people who pop their neck. That's a Wu-Tang song, isn't it, Jensen? Something about pop, <laughs> popping your neck? <laughs> Protect your neck. <laughs> yeah, close. That's it. It's close. Yeah. This, is, this is a 28-year-old who lives in Oklahoma. His name is Josh Hader, and he had some discomfort in his neck recently, and he went to stretch it. And he said... And thank God he can still talk after the stroke oh. that it caused. Oh, no. <laughs> that as I was using my hand to apply a little more pressure than I probably should have, I heard a pop. Less than an hour later, he was in a hospital emergency room, unable to walk, and suffering from what doctors told him was a major stroke caused by a tear in an artery in his neck that had formed a clot. Oh, my God. Wow. I, in a million years, I never would have expected popping your neck uh, would cause something like my this. My best friend, since uh, Mommy and Me group, my basically longest friend, had this happen at a chiropractor. Really? Oh, no. Yeah, they had him on the table, uh-huh. turned him, uh-huh. tore an artery, stroke. He was, we were like uh, 30, well, no, 28 years old. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. And when we got there, I was like, this has to be rare. And the guy was like, rare if you see it 40 times a year. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I go to the chiropractor all the time, and that's one of the things that feels the best after they pop your back or pop your neck yeah. or your ribs or whatever, because that alleviates whatever the tension or pressure is you're there for. Mm-hmm. Well, they, always, knew, they knew exactly what it was when he started to have a real attack on the wow. table. Yeah, And I've always been terrified because when the chiropractor cracks my neck, I always think how similar it looks to when people get their necks snapped, like on Killing Eve or something like that, when people get killed. Like, right. Would, they, would somebody accidentally, like, kill you if they were trying to pop your neck? That could happen, yeah. I mean, honestly, it seems very 
potentially dangerous. And would they help you? Would they help your spine if they were trying to kill you? <laughs> you mean and you, you just mean, popped it? You mean right before you die? You go oh, and the, like I it feel feels, better. feels good, and then death. <laughs> that one <laughs> second, <laughs> one second was just heaven. Oh, that was so sweet. I'm so, dead, what, but I'm also aligned. <laughs> what were the repercussions of your friend's stroke? What were the long-term effects? Uh, well, he had a stroke. I, I I showed up to the hospital like the day. I don't know if anyone's ever had a family member have a stroke, but nope. when, when you show up at the hospital, they, the first day they look dead. Oh, no. You're like, oh, they're gonna die. You like, you like, start saying goodbye to them. But then within a few days, they come back into uh, normal form. Basically, mm-hmm. they get their color back and all those things. And so uh, he was, I, I would say, he was a little off for about three months, four months. Mm-hmm. But now you'd have no idea he had ever had a stroke. It's oh, been, that's good. It's that's, been obviously t- about ten years. That's he lucky. going back to the chiropractor? <laughs> that that's a long story too. We would need a much longer segment. Okay. But that person no longer works in the field. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mister Hater tore his. Ver- Vertebral artery, one of the major arteries in the neck that yeah. goes up to the brain, which is probably what happened to your friend, too. Yeah, that's too. it. Yeah, so he, you know, he thought, he knew it hurt, and he started to walk back to the house. He had, he was outside. He started to walk back to the house, and he literally couldn't walk straight. He was turning to the left. He called his father-in-law to bring him to the hospital. By the time his father-in-law got there, his condition had drastically worsened. He couldn't walk at all by the time he got to the emergency room. They had to use a wheelchair. He was lucky, by the way. There was no bleeding in the brain, but it was, in fact, a stroke. And he just can't believe how close he came to dying. It was one of those things where they held up their fingers and said, if it had been this much more in the other direction, you could have died. Wow. Which I just, I, again, like we don't have enough to worry about. Yeah. Like now we have to worry about going to the chiropractor. Can your chiropractor kill you tonight at 11? (laughs) The answer is yes. I swore it off the minute that's, I mean, obviously seeing it in person was bonkers. But the minute I heard that the doctor was like, no, this happens all the time. I was like, I'm out. (laughs) He still has balance issues, difficulty controlling his left arm, lack of sensation in his right arm and leg, among other lim- lingering symptoms. In fact, the doctor says that he will probably never fully recover from it. Wow. And wow. just one final thing in this Washington Post article. In 2016, 34-year-old model Katie May died from a stroke after going to a chiropractor for a pinched nerve in her neck. Mm-hmm. By the way, if, if you ask a chiropractor if this happens, and mm-hmm. he says all the time... Yeah. Maybe that's a bad move on his part, even. <laughs> oh, well, he didn't. The oh, hospital told me that. Oh, the hospital. That. Okay. Yeah, that guy was uh, wow. not, not willing to was talk about it. Was he in the back you know, of a van? Is that where he got <laughs> yeah, taken most care of? likely. All right. And you guys know how I feel about models dying. I'm very, very strongly against it. So that's sure. the most terrifying sentence in this whole article. Sure. So are we, saying, are we saying don't pop your neck? Because it doesn't sound like we can say, hey, I just go to a professional. We're saying uh, what Wu-Tang says. We're saying protect, protect your, your neck. Protect your neck. Yeah. Correct. It's also, good it's a good time to say that the guy who made the song is Joseph. Okay, oh, Joseph. James. Well, James did good work, too, as far as we know. That's awesome. Bean. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? This is the best you guys could come up with. Unfortunately, Bean. yes. Uh, Bean makes his guest coming up. Mm-hmm. How do you tell someone they smell? Well, we've been meaning to bring that up, Kevin. Um, <laughs> you put a radio segment on about it? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, we have Megan Good on the program today from the movie Intruder. Ugh. Looks great. Looks Dennis terrifying. Quaid, what a creep. Right? Yeah, creep. Uh, Eddie Izzard is going to be joining us in studio. He's the, best. Yep. He's the best. He's, He's the best. He's the best. genius. And uh, keep it 100 because it's Friday. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. 
can't say why right now, but a very special and unique edition of Bean Makes His Guest coming up right after 6 a.m. Oh, I, I think it's going to be fun this. for everybody. Oh. Okay. Mm. Coming up first, Allie's got our first What's Happening here on a Friday morning. What's happening? The sad news about Peter Mayhew, who became known to fans worldwide as the lovable Wookiee Chewbacca in the Star Wars galaxy of films. <laughs> has passed away at the age of 74. He had undergone spinal surgery in July in an effort to improve his mobility, but passed away earlier this week. His family wound up tweeting, the family of Peter Mayhew with deep love and sadness regrets to share the news that Peter has passed away. He left us the evening of April 30th with his family by his side in his North Texas home. I will tell you that at 7-2, the dude had a lot of health problems for a long time. And seven when, three at his prime. Wow. Was he seven foot three? Yeah. When we had him in on the show a while back, he clearly was having a lot of trouble getting around. I mean, it was a it was an uncomfortable body to live in. Yeah, he had to use the little like little rascal scooter to get around at a lot of the different events he had to go to. And one of the most beautiful things, just at one of the last events he was at, was watching Han Solo basically helping him off the stage, walking with him, and, oh, just broke me, of course, because of course. it's me, and it's him and Chewie. But uh, a lot of people commenting, obviously, all of his um, his co-workers for all those years, co-stars. Mark Hamill tweeted, he was the gentlest of giants, a big man with an even bigger heart who never failed to make me smile, and a loyal friend who I love dearly. I'm grateful for the memories we shared, and I'm a better man for just knowing him. Oh. I heard on the uh, on KNX this morning that he was a hospital orderly when George Lucas met him and cast him as Chewbacca. And then after the Star Wars movie, went back to being a hospital orderly. Really? Which I, which I guess makes sense. I mean, he, he, does, he, he didn't automatically have a lot of acting opportunities being no. Chewbacca. Yeah, you know? I guess so. So Absolutely. he had a real job. But it's just so bizarre to think you could have gone into the hospital in 1979 and your orderly would have been Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Johnson tweeted something that it's so true. He said, rest in peace, Peter Mayhew. To create a beloved character with warmth and humor is a testament to any actor's spirit. To do it under a half ton of yak hair takes a true legend. <laughs> and it's so true That's because true. it was just his movements, mannerisms, and his eyes. Because it wasn't yep. his voice mm-hmm. at any point. Mm-hmm. To do that and make him be who you root for in every movie. Yeah, true. What a gift. I uh, I know they have a new Chewbacca for the new movies, right? Yes. Uh, Jonas Watamo. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about Boban. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah, they, already, they already got a guy. Yeah, I wouldn't even. He's real good at it. Really need to use much hair, too, for Boban. <laughs> Just put him out there, actually. Yeah, really good <laughs> work. Just uh, Boban <laughs> asks if he's going to the makeup chair. Nah. Nah, you're good. <laughs> Just go out there, do your thing. <laughs> Allie, has, uh, has anyone checked on uh, Chewbacca Mom? Oh, the right. lady with the mask? Oh, no. Have we checked on her? I hope she's season? okay. I don't think we have. Uh, George Lucas remembered Peter Mayhew by saying he was the closest any human could be to a Wookiee. Big heart, gentle nature, and I learned to always let him win. He was a good friend, and I'm saddened by his passing. Hmm. I don't like it. That is I don't sad. like it at all. But R2-D2 and... Princess Leia, you've got to hope, or General Organa, if you will, um, you got to hope they're maybe somewhere together catching up. I don't know what you believe, but hopefully. Huh? Right? Right. Heaven? I'm talking about heaven? And Jar Jar. How 
dare you? Like, what is wrong with you? Jar Jar went a different way. First of all, he's still alive. Well, I mean the character. Do you think about the actors? No, I know, but do you think... Take it easy, Do you think the Jar Jar character went to hell? Of course. (laughs) Okay, he did, because he's talked about it. He almost killed himself multiple times. No, I don't mean the actor. I mean the character. I don't even know what's happening right now. (laughs) Are we in real life? Well, you said R2-D2. You were like, and R2-D2 hangs out. Well, Well, because the actor is gone. The actor, okay. This is the most confusing first half hour that we've ever had. Did I say Billy? I called him Billy. And what about all the dumb Ewoks? They're in hell, right? Oh, yeah, they're all in hell. <laughs> Being like, nub nub. And <laughs> Satan's like, come here. Um, you guys think we should just pull the ripcord and end this one? Probably good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy birthday to Bobby Cannavale. Cannavale? Cannavale. Bobby Cannavale. Cannavale, Bo- right? Cannavale. Right? I don't know. Now I thought it was kind I of all I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Say really? both ways in your Say both ways. Yeah. Really a And I thought we were almost out of this. Good actor. <laughs> very, very handsome. We uh, went du- through the weeds and now we're in a moat. <laughs> Dulay Hill. Dulay or Duel? Come on. <laughs> it's Duel. Duel Hill. <laughs> and Christina Hendricks. Happy birthday. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Time for a little Bean Makes Us Guess. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just wanna tell ya. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for Bean Makes Us Guess. Yes. Penis slapping. Can't hear you, what? B makes this guest game. I don't get the intro at all. Guys, we all love uh, to travel. We all enjoy when we get to get out outside of the United States and see the rest of the world, right? Sure. Well, there is a website called Big 7 Travel, and they are all about inspiring people to visit somewhere new. And they did a survey of their readers recently. Out of the almost 7,000 languages in the world and a variety of accents, which is the sexiest? Which is the sexiest accent in the world? I have a list of the top 25, according to the readers. So we're going to play the game like usual, but I'm going to have to insist that your answer is in the accent that you are describing. Oh, please. No way. (laughs) No way. So you're going to have to do So if you pick Arabic, Kevin, I need to hear in your Arabic accent. But you can't. That's not an accent. It's a language. It is an act. It definitely does have a. It's a, we're, we're talking about the sexiest languages in the world, right? So you need you need to do it as if you were doing it. In I Arabic. can't do the first. Okay. My first guess, I can't do it. So the sexiest accents in the world. I'm sure you had a couple that came to mind, Kevin. You, as uh, traditional is the case, you get to go first. What's the sexiest accent in the world? I'm gonna. You're gonna know why I can't do this when mm-hmm. I tell you Inuit. Okay. Beautiful, right? It's, it's not a, It's not at the top uh, 25, I'm sorry to say. There may be other Eskimos who are excited by the Inuit language, but no. Do I'm you sorry. remember that radio station that we were listening to? I do. Well, that was, was tough. insane. That's that a tough language. That's a rough language. Okay, uh, that that's tough. my guess. Uh, beer bug, what do you think? Scandinavian. Okay, that's, a, that's not a country, but... Um, Accent. You, you, right? want speci- you want to specifically pick a, a language? It's not a language is what I'm saying. Dutch. I love it. Keep going. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, uh, no Dutch. Also, that's not in Scandinavia either, by the oh. way. That's in, Close by, that's though, in, right? In Holland, yes. Okay. All right, Ali, you're up next. Hey, mate. <laughs> huh? Yes, which That's which Australia, country? obviously. <laughs> Australia, oh, yes, yeah. Australia is number five on okay. the list of the sexiest accents of the world. Very well done. Sexiest mm-hmm. accents or languages? Languages, yes. Okay, okay. Languages. Uh, Kevin, you're up next. All right. Well, Australia's not a language. That's English. 
Okay, this is why you understand what I'm talking about. We're talking about languages. Well, I did until you just answered that. uh, Or if they speak in English, they have an accent. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah, it's how the people speak in that country. What's sexy? Which people from which countries are sexy? I see. Okay. Call me Taze. All right, my turn? Yeah. Yes. Kevin is... He's doing sign language. Sign language on the radio. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my guess. (laughs) Come on! It is beautiful to watch and to see (laughs) people understand each other. It is beautiful. It is. I agree. But is it sexy? Oh, sexy. That's the... What's the... What are we doing? <laughs> yes, sexy. Come on, you guys. Keep up. Wait, what Keep are up. we doing? Yeah. Uh, ha, 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 ha. French. Oh. French is number seven. <laughs> yeah. Outstanding work. Number seven. All right, so Australia number five, French number seven. Ali, you're up next. A lot of people confuse these two, but this one's slightly better. Huh? That was New Zealand. Ladies and gentlemen, New Zealand, yeah. the sexiest accent in the world. No, really? According to Big Seven Travel, yes. Oh, it's slightly better. Yes. I will say, whenever we have in uh, our little friend Reese Darby, mm-hmm. we're, we're all a little turned on. Totally. So maybe yeah. there's something to it. But he's dead sexy, though. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, so you got, you got, we got number one, we got number, uh, number five, and number seven. Kevin, you're up next. I'm going to say Pig Latin. Uh, pig Latin. <laughs> yes. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Again, an outstanding guess. Mugs, you're on a roll. What you got, son? How you do, Italiano? How you do? <laughs> I'd like to hear more of that, please. Ah, I like a pizza and a pasta. A ravioli fazul. It's not at all racist, and it is number four. Yeah. yeah. Well done, Mugs. You're going for it here. All right, Allie, what say you? What are you going to come back with that? Uh, I would say in a land that is just so varied, uh, you've got the the dairy girls come from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you uh, two hails mm-hmm. from there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ireland. Ireland is number three. Wow. Well done. Hey, is anyone keeping track? Because I feel like we got a, a, a horse race here. Uh, I'm, I have three. Ooh. And Muggs has two. two. And I have yeah. okay. uh, zero. Zero. Oh, okay. Technically not any yet. Okay. All right, Kevin, what's up next for you? Morse code. <laughs> oh, wait. Stupid. All right, stupid. Muggs, your final guess. All right. Hey, yo, hey, hey, how you doing? This is Johnny Chicago. Oh, my God. I got, a, I got a Chicago dog and a deep dish from Giordano's. Hey, how you doing? Um, are you doing, you're doing a Chicago accent? Yeah, that's, so that's America? I like, that, I like that you have to clarify that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Surprisingly, by the way, in the top 25, there is only one American mm. accent on the list, and it is not Chicago, and oh, obviously it's not New York, and obviously it's not Boston. One I hope not. Not either Philly. Of those. It can't be it can't Philly. Be Philly. It's not Philly either. All right, wow. All right Ali, your, your final guess, although it seems like you've already won the game. Uh, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> Uh, Scottish is number six. Wow. Check you out. By the way, Mm. I'm so surprised that nobody said British, just because so many of us love the British accent, but that came in at number 12. Uh, ¿Qué es esto? Um, Number 11 was... uh, Spanish is number eight on the list. Well done. So here's your top 10. Number 10 was Brazilian Portuguese. Number nine, you guys aren't going to believe this. Apparently, people around the world consider a southern U.S. accent to be sexy. Is that right? A hmm. southern U.S. accent. Then Spanish, French, Scottish, Australian, Italian, Irish. The only one you didn't get was South African at number two. Oh, I like mm. that too. Mm-hmm. And New one. Zealand was at number one. So good up, uh, good ups for the Kiwi. This has been Bean Makes This Guess. Bean Makes This Guess, yeah. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So King, our producer. Guys. You have a, a, a delicate situation. I need your help. I need the listener's help. I need okay. everybody's help. I'm okay. taking all. I, I, need, I need to tell someone something. All right. Okay. I just started playing basketball with a new group of guys. Mm-hmm. So I don't know anybody. I know one person. One person invited me, and now we're playing, and it's been for about three weeks now. Mm-hmm. One of the guys that plays regularly stinks. Like, I'm not talking. You mean like out before the game? I'm talking stinks. like, yeah, he's walking in, and boy, does he reek. Does it get worse Stinky. after game? Could it, it get worse after game? It just... <laughs> Grows and it's so stinky. Okay, so normal smell, not perspiration from the game. No, yeah, normal. He just twenty four stinks. Yeah, he smells so bad that when you know we're divvying up who's gonna take who, Mm -hmm. no one wants to take him. Nobody wants to guard him. No one wants to guard him. Yeah, is he good? He's great. Oh. He's a good basketball player mm. and a nice guy. Oh, yeah. that makes it so he's much more really yeah. cool. He's really like he Maybe teaches it's strategy, you, man. He teaches you how to play. Like if, if you know, like if you mess up, he'll like, all right, here's here's how you should have handled this. And, and you're holding your nose. Oh my god! Oh. And then he posts you up. Like he, you know, he'll put his back into you, and everyone's like trying not to touch him. Oh my god! It's really bad. And Dave, I what do you what yeah. do you think the smell is? Oof, I have no idea, man. He's just... Some people, people just have stink. medical conditions that, that that one of the side effects is an odor. Yeah, That's like, you know how you have, like, the underarm smell? It's yeah. not that. It's not mm-hmm. B.O. It's not B.O. It's just a general reek. And it's from huh. his head to his toes, man. Like, Aww. it's everything. Like, like if he touches you, you got to just burn those clothes. All right. <laughs> like, it's just it's right. that bad. So your question is... How do I tell him, or how I mean, do we? I mean, what do I do? Him? Because I don't know the guy. Like, he's not a friend. If, if he was a friend, I would tell him, like, bro, like, yeah. what can you do? Or at least get. What to What would know. you say to a friend? <laughs> I, I would say, like, hey, are you okay? Like, is there something wrong with you? Like, you know, what's what's going on? What's going on? But you know, it, it's because it, it's a friend. It's a little easier. Mm. Yeah, but right. I, I don't know this guy. Does your friend that invited you know this guy? No, <sighs> you know. So I can have this him. conversation with anyone else that thinks he smells as well. So, so I was discussing this with my friend yesterday, and he says that that they've been trying to tell him forever because these guys have been playing together for a while now. But don't and, you and at some point like, just give up trying to do it the right way and just do it? Just well, that's say mean, you though. smell. I know, but if they've been trying all this time, do you want to hear my uh, hot take? Sure. Mm-hmm. You don't say anything. Ever. Oh. You just there's no so, world. Just stink it up. You can't. Just, oh, hey, buddy, you really smell like crap. What if you did it <laughs> jokingly, no like as you're playing, just be like, oh, you are ripe today. <laughs> like, what is going on? But I think he'll think it's about playing. You would have to do it at the beginning of the game. 
Yeah, like yeah. first play. First just be play. like, oh, how do you smell boy. so much already? Yeah. That hey, could be stinky cute. stinkerton. I'm, some people can pull that off if, you, right. if you're yeah. being funny, but some people can't. And I'm My not positive about Dave. That he can't do anything about it. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm I don't say anything. I mean, like, do we know anyone? Like, does anyone know anyone who smells that bad all the time? And maybe they know that there's a condition out there. Oh, there, there definitely was help? is. Is yeah. there yeah. help for that condition? Because he, after the game, he takes off his shirt and throws it, like, on everyone's bag and stuff. And you're like... Bro, like, no! I stopped taking a bag because of that. I didn't want it on my bag. Oh my God. Now I just literally take my shoes and just drop my that shoes off. That leads me to believe that he doesn't know. Because he I think know. that people know. that know that they have that medical condition, they are so embarrassed by it that that would be one of the first things you'd say. By the way, like, and they're doing everything they can to cover it up right, with, like, baby right, powder and stuff right. like that or whatever. But we yeah. don't know that that's what it is. A medical condition. Yeah, we have there no is idea. like a rotting fish condition. <laughs> I understand that, you, that. That people literally smell like rotting that, fish. That we don't know that this guy has it. Yes, I know. Stop pointing. <laughs> <laughs> like at some point, like I would take off my socks and after the game and smell those rather oh than him. Oh my god! Like, oh, I'd rather do that. Come on, everybody. Like a very strange comparison. <laughs> <laughs> the only two options to, you have. <laughs> let me go back to something you said earlier. Um, you said that there are other guys who play in this game yes. who have mentioned the odor problem to him before. No, no, they no, haven't. No, no. no one they, has they, ever mentioned. They've discussed what? about not telling him. They thought yeah. about it. Like they've discussed about not inviting him back. They've discussed like things like like what do we do with them? But he's such a good player. Yeah, you and, guys. You got He's a nice guy. Up. Right. You sack he's a nice up and guy. Say something. I don't. You don't tell him. Sack up and say something. You you, you do tell him. He you goes home and cries. Do. By the way, no, um, <laughs> no. Then maybe he's you, not good, and then ball him up. Would you want to smell like crazy and be driving everybody? He knows. He knows. Dave he says to, he doesn't. Yeah, he's a grown man. Doesn't mean he knows. <sighs> I don't he knows. know, man. He I mean, has. Is he have a girlfriend or a wife? I don't know. I don't know the guy. I, I don't I'll tell you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and then I mean, look, we have employees here in the past where you know the management had to go tell him. Yeah. Hey you might have to change your hygiene. Like, you have to do better with your hygiene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what? a job. That's because you have to deal with yeah. your coworkers. Yeah, but I mean, he but, has a job. I'm sure he yeah, does. This guy must deal with this his whole life, though. It's not just when he's playing basketball. Yeah. But I would. I wonder how many people, because it's so uncomfortable, have ever told him. No, you don't tell them this. Why? <laughs> because this isn't a... I mean, unless you're saying, family. Family can tell you this. But I'm saying, if that's me, I want someone to tell me so that I can... Take care of it. Does I, he work out before he comes to play? I, I don't know the because guy. That he, could be he it. Really Does he in. bathe in onions before he comes? <laughs> to I the wish game. he would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe I should just come with some cooked onions and throw it at him. All right. So how do you tell somebody? Oh, or have you? I have a, I have have a good you? idea. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. You can call now. My idea. <laughs> you can say that. Do they know you work here? Uh no. I don't think so. Okay, uh, drop one, say, hey, I work for a radio show, and then the next week, bring a bunch of deodorant and be like, we're, uh, the, the, the radio show got these for free. We're giving it all we're, away. We're oh, giving we're it away. Try them out. And then yeah. give them all to him. That's a... Or, <laughs> or soaps. Soaps also. Soaps. Yeah, oh, we got all these free soaps. It's our new sponsor. Sponsor, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> you want to take one call before the break real quick? Yeah. Nope. Uh, right sure right now. <laughs> Let's go to Joel Line 1 Santa Monica up first, then we'll come back with your calls at 1-800-520-1067. Joel, you've heard the sticky Hello. situation that uh, Dave is in. What advice do you have for him? What advice do I have for him? Um, yeah. I think you just got to keep it a bean. Oh. You got to tell him straight out. Don't, don't beat around the bush because you have to be around that all day. Uh, all right, that I'm, would be pissed. All right, Joel, hang on one second. So have, have people tried to hint at it? 
Because Joel's saying don't even do that. Just no. say it. No, I, I don't straight think up, so. Say it. Yeah, straight. So straight up. Huh? Have yeah. people tried no. to in, but, but that's that, insinuate? To me, that seems just mean. Like, yes. yo, bro, you stink. <laughs> you don't have to be mean about it. You can just say, like, did you take a shower today? Oh, oh, my God. And what about for the rest of your life? Have you ever taken a shower? Like I said, Joel, you could kind of joke about it and be like, ooh, you are ripe today. Yeah, what I think happened? That, I think that yeah, would work. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, then he goes okay, home and goes, right. man. I'm but sack up. That's what Joel's saying. Sack yeah. up. Joel says, right. I'm going to just keep it a bean. Right. Joel says confront Stinky. Jensen still holds on to don't say yeah. anything. Nothing. So let's find out what you think. 1-800-520-1067. Your call's next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. Dave plays basketball with a guy who reeks and no one can tell him. And John has an idea. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, well, the best idea for it would be inviting him out to swim and then seeing after if he still smells like it. And then just, you know, going from there. You I can't. Know, I, I can't understand what he's saying. He's, he's calling. I can't understand. From inside a toilet. Yeah. He said, "Invite him to swim and see if he smells after that." Yeah. I don't think the goal is for Dave to spend more time with this dude. I don't think that's house. what he's hoping. Hey, for. come over to my house. Wait, John. It says here that you were a smelly guy for a while, and your your ex told you. Is that true? Yeah, it was. It was kind of embarrassing because I would ask her like, everybody will offer me gum, and offer me, hey man, you know. um, you want to go, you know, to the gym and, you know, and like, you know, it's like, I, you know, it was kind of uncomfortable. And after a while, like, dude, your breath reeks. Oh. And I was oh, like, why is everybody offering me gum all the damn time I'm talking to them? And, wow, you're not very observant. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for the call. We appreciate it so much, John. Now, Dave, it sounds like your guy, it's definitely not a breath situation. It's a full body situation, right? Yeah, full body. Sorry. It's a full body. Full body. Full, mm-hmm. full body. Our producer, Dave, the king of Mexico, plays basketball with a guy who... Reeks. What's Ugh. that awful smell? Right? <laughs> Jensen, you have a... Uh... Oh, yeah. We got a tweet from Ezekiel uh, at Kevin and Bean. It says, with Jensen on this one, he could have a medical condition. I knew someone like that back in high school, and he was constantly bullied for it. So if Dave's guy has this, there's a pretty good chance he's been getting crap his whole life. But oh. see, if he has a medical condition, I think... Of all people, he would say something to guys that he's in that close proximity with. Dudes, guys, just letting you know, I reek, I know it. Oh, my God. Don't you have could to never do if that. I had a medical, <laughs> if I had a medical condition where I smelled like hot garbage, you don't uh, think that I would bring that up to people and be like, guys, I'm aware of it. I don't. I think that's like saying I have chipped teeth. I have. I mean, it's like they can't. Chipped teeth, teeth. doesn't affect you. <laughs> the I hell mean, are you talking about? But if you open your you. mouth and you have a bunch of chipped teeth in <laughs> yeah. the front, that would be something everyone but sees. But that's not something like people huge, wonder if you huge know. Mole you obviously on your forehead. know that. I don't know. All right, let's go to Andrew in Huntington Beach. Come on, smell it. Morning, Andrew. Kevin and Bean, what's up? What's up? What's up? All right. The only way to do this, you got to fight fire with fire, bro. That's the only way this is going to work. You got to you got to show up smelling as bad or worse than this guy. <laughs> but then you I gotta smell. Get him to bring it up. <laughs> but then he has to do it, it a it lot. Part two is wait for him to bring it up. No, it's like Donnie Brasco. You got to go in. You got to get deep. Uh, I don't hate it. That's not a terrible uh, idea. It's a terrible idea. It's terrible. terrible. It's yeah, not it's, terrible. It's, not, it's, it's terrible. Beat it. No. <laughs> All right, so let's wrong. go. Let's go to um, uh, Sarah. Let's go to Sarah, yeah, let's go to Sarah on line six. She has something that might actually work. Hey, Sarah. Uh, yeah, hi. Hi. How does Dave yeah. handle this, dude? I think Dave needs to hire someone or bring someone in that has no interest in joining the basketball league. 
to play for one day and just unload on this guy. <laughs> and then all of the other guys yeah. can be like, oh, man, that guy's really yeah. Yeah, that's so he's So he's, he's a bad news ringer. He's a smell ringer. Yeah. 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 And then he never oh. comes back. And then it's been said, Sarah, it's brilliant. That's a genius that idea. Brilliant. But then that doesn't take his feelings into account. Uh, like, it does, well, it does he though. He has all the guys. He has all the guys yes. to back him up. Like, oh, man, here, I'll give you a hug. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're now the good you guy. look like the good guy. Yeah. Because you brought in the smell ringer. But then what and if you, he punches yeah, the guy? And you badmouth him, too, after he never comes right, back. You go, I'm sorry ass. that dude was such a dick, man. Who wow, that was him? a well, well, the guy hasn't pay if he gets punched. You paid him to come in anyway. So yeah. if you get punched, you know, like, still buy you a beer. It's I a gig. I take it. The guy's probably taking a punch before. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's got a whole backstory. If you're picking the right guy, he's probably taking Sarah a shot. <laughs> All right, let's go to Andrea Line 8. Up next on the Kevin Amicio. Andrea's in Pomona. She has a little bit more finesse, perhaps, than some of her other callers. Andrea, what's up? Hi, Kevin and Bean. Hi. Actually, I do have a little bit more finesse. So I was thinking just be polite to the guy. You know, tell him that, um, you know, hey, did you know that um, maybe you you might have something going on, something medical? Um, maybe have you taken a shower? It didn't stay polite very long. Yeah, very, <laughs> very you polite. might have a medical condition. Take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> So you're just saying you have to confront him full on, but be nice. You are. Yeah, he's going to have to confront him because if this guy doesn't know, I mean, maybe he does have some serious medical condition. Yeah. You know, maybe he needs to know that, that he does. So somebody's got to tell him. What if I save his life by telling him? But how right? can he not yeah. know? Exactly. How can he what not if you do know? save his life by telling him? Look at, listen to how happy Andrea wow. got. You could save a life, Andrea's Dave. got wow. a plan. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Andrea. We appreciate but it. What if he has a condition where he can't smell? He has no idea that he smells, which is a whole other underlying condition. Uh, he has and two conditions. And Dave has <laughs> saved <laughs> someone's life. No, but I've heard people who, they just get used to the, their own smell. But they everyone else doesn't. <laughs> Their no, no. family doesn't, the people around them. He has heard it before. And by the way, Tim Drake on Twitter brings up a great point. Is Dave's basketball friend possibly homeless? When I was 19, <laughs> I was homeless for a bit, and the gym was one of my ways to shower. One friend told me he was glad I showered because I smelled terrible. Mm, not homeless. Let's go he has to. Issues. Let's go <laughs> to. Uh, is it Polo in Rosemead? Yep, yep. Polo, your idea. Hey, guys. Hi. Yeah, well, now I feel horrible, man. I feel like a total douche because you guys. <laughs> Totally turn this uh, Debbie down there if they have a medical condition. I don't think oh, he right. does. That's just a joke. You know, thanks, but no. <laughs> What's I mean, your idea? I would, I would totally throw David, I mean, uh, Dave under the bus and say, hey, man, I heard Dave has been talking trash about you. That what? Metal, man. <laughs> so if you're on. Okay. That's not right. So right? Dave, pick somebody else. Yeah. yeah. And Jeff you. says you stay. Totally throw him under the bus. And throw him under the bus and say, that guy's talking bad about you. Or have someone you know else in your league say, did you hear Dave on the radio talking about how bad you <laughs> Right? Yeah. And then, uh, no, well, then you'll hear me, but then, you know. But, uh, no, I would totally do something like that, you know, and then say, um, but her uh, shows are good. All right, Polo, you're yeah. uh, you're brilliant because in your plan, the stinky guy stays and Dave gets booted from the league. I like it very much. <laughs> All good. right, let's go to uh, Joe in Laverne. Good morning. Good morning, Dave. What do uh, you got, Joe? Final word. Hey. All right. So I don't know why you guys haven't figured this out, but how about uh, send him a cameo? Oh, <laughs> that, that is a great Dave's idea. Dave's on cameo. Blazio Imagine, oh. Imagine Blazio at home being like, "Hootie hoo!" 
yo, everybody in your basketball league says you smell like ass. Get it fixed. But doesn't he, is, doesn't he have to ask for that? No, Before, you can just no, get it made. Just really? And just get him a little yeah. whoop-de-whoop. Oh. You smell like garbage. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous K-Rock. All right, so we're supposed to talk to Megan Good here. But she mm-hmm. hasn't called yet. So mm-hmm. we have a little bit of time for Allie to recap her no. story about her dryer. Yesterday, yeah. Yesterday she told a story to us off air. And I, I swear to God, last night when I was going to bed, I, I got angry again thinking about it. <laughs> Me too. I, I was like, why did we all waste so much time? <laughs> so recap it for us, Allie. Listen, you know how you use your dryer. You obviously take the filter out. You clean the lint filter before every dry. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So I do that every dry, and then I put my lint filter back in, but I noticed it wasn't going down fully. And right. I thought, well, this is odd. So I looked in that lint filter. <laughs> this is so boring. Now- I'd just like to point out first Uh Mm -hmm. that the part she's already told Mm -hmm. took an hour and a half. Yeah. This is, by the way, she's speeding. She's really Uh rushing it. Full speed ahead. Wow. (laughs) Literally. So I didn't know that a lot of lint accumulates under that. I thought it all just went in the dryer filter, Mm -hmm. that that was the whole point. But Uh, I wish Megan Good was here because she's going to play Allie in the film version. The area is too small to get in. I even had one of those. Quaid is going to play the dryer. One of those brushes, but the brush wouldn't get the stuff up to get it out. So I was like, "What do I do?" I mean, honestly, this went on all day yesterday. It was forever, and And we were were like, "Why are you still talking about lint?" So then I bought the lint lizard. It's by the makers of Hurricane. Okay, but why did you think we put on your back? Why did you think we? wanted to hear about the problems that you were having with the lint in your dryer. By the way, no lead-in. No one talked about lint, washer, dryer. No one talked about any of those things. It was absolutely out of nowhere. Hey, hey Bean, I would like to point out that now you know what thanks for that info Bean is. It's awful. It's awful. And I I apologize for years of abuse. Wow. So, you got it? You got the thing? No, it it arrives today. Oh, it arrives today. um, Can we all come over and see the unveiling, the unboxing? My dad said, you know what you should do? Put the brush in called your dad and told him the same story. You loosen up the stuff by using the brush and then put it on the air the air uh Don't put it on the air. We've already learned that. Don't put it here on the radio. (laughs) Put it on air only. Okay. And then so boring and forever taking. (laughs) And then go out and look at the vent and see if any lint is coming out the vent. And indeed it was, because my dad is a genius. But during all this, I also Googled it, and I, oh, looked, up no. the fr- I looked up the frigidaire dryer that I have. That's and it- funny. I don't recall asking for a really, 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 boring story. My God. I understand no one cares. No, I get it. So I undid the whole front panel of the dryer. Right. And I broke two nails. That's the whole point of the story. Oh that is a hell of a climax of a, a story. Real, a yeah. real M night yeah. ending there. But I do get the uh, lint lizard uh, hose attachment for a vacuum a little later today. It's by the makers of Hurricane. Oh, oh so, I'm no. sorry. I don't mean to be rude, but this is boring. No, I am well aware. Yeah. So the fact that hey, you we're made me good tell pitch. it. Oh, thank oh, God. oh my God, making good Holy saving the day. Crap. Unbelievable. Let's, let's thank her. So first happy. Uh, I'm a bigger fan of Megan Good <laughs> than I've ever been. Yep. I hate all of you. Hey, hey Megan, uh, hi. Hello, are you, you there? You there? I'm here. Okay. Oh, we're Thank so good. Can, can we tell you 
how grateful we are <laughs> that you called. You just saved us from the most boring story we've ever heard in our lives, Listen, Megan, Megan I've been having a real issue. You're with not no, telling her the story. Again. She's Lint buildup no, in the dryer. She's She's a Hollywood star. You're not telling okay. her the story. Don't All do right. that. Got it. <laughs> so, Megan, I know you've been uh, out on the road. You've been promoting your new film called Intruder that opens up everywhere today. It sounds like the craziest time you can have in a movie theater, an interactive movie, it sounds like, is happening this weekend. Oh, yeah. It's it's a crazy, crazy movie. I've literally like been to maybe six screenings at this point. And when you walk in the room, I mean, the energy is like through the roof. People are yelling. People are gasping. People are laughing. And it's like it's a really, really fun experience because it kind of reminds you of like a 90s throwback movie where everybody is just like activated in theater and a part of like the experience rather than just watching the movie. You love scary movies as a kid, right? Did you were you drawn to this type where it's sort of cheesy? (laughs) <laughs> Actually, yes. Like Halloween four and five were my favorite movies when I was a kid. I like wanted to be Michael Myers' niece so he could like chase me and try to kill me. And <laughs> I respect it. Ah, you got to dream big. <laughs> you know, um, but but for real, no, I'm like a connoisseur of this space. So when I got this script and I had seen the movie that D on the director I did before this, and I you know I looked at the whole kind of team as it was coming together, and then when we cast Dennis Quaid, I was like, okay, that's really against type i can't wait to see like what he does and when i tell you by the end of this movie i literally have been like <laughs> and i don't know if you guys have seen it yet but there's a scene towards the end of it where i actually got like choked past the point of where i had like a face kind of tap i got bitten by accident and dennis asked me to spit on him in the middle of the scene oh, oh wow no. that's was a there, turn was there anyone watching you guys <laughs> were you a director you guys or? were filming yeah <laughs> oh yeah okay. oh yeah i okay. literally like we're in this scene he goes he whispers to me spit on me and i was like okay i, I don't feel like i heard that right and then he, goes, <laughs> he goes spit on me a little bit louder and i was like oh my god okay i'm gonna ignore him that's really crazy and then i hear the director in the other room and dion goes Spit on him! Spit on him! <laughs> I was like, what? So then I was like, so crazy. I was like, okay. So I was like, um, <laughs> soft little spit. And Dennis was like, no, like, get one, like, deep from your gut. And I was like, oh, oh my God. So I was like, ah, so then I did it. Um, but the crazy thing is, is like, Dennis, I think, like, that generation, it's a totally different generation. Like, that's why the actors in that generation are iconic, because they're kind of like the last of the Mohicans of, like, movie stars. And I think it's because they're so fearless. They're willing to try anything, and their approach is just, like, different. Yeah, so, like, for me, it actually really inspired me and taught me, like, I need to kind of, like, go for that, you know? What yeah. did you do today, Megan? Oh, I spit on Dennis Quaid. <laughs> no, I really hawked a loogie. That's what he wanted. <laughs> I hope Megan's next movie is like a children's flick. And she's still, spit on me. Like, what is going on? Well, Dennis Quaid was last in A Dog's Purpose. Like, the most lovely thing. Now I I, I'm just picturing him telling people to spit on him. It's intense. Yeah. Yes. All I know is that we Dennis just sold his house, like, literally, like, right before this. And we were like, it's a good thing you sold your house because no one's buying it from you. Absolutely. (laughs) He is a uh, national treasure. We're talking to actress Megan Good here on The Kevin Bean Show, who's having a huge year. You also saw her in Shazam a few weeks ago as well. Um, One of the things I know we're we're almost out of time, Megan, but one of the things that I'm really excited about for this movie is this is not uh, extraterrestrials and this is not boogeyman and this is not monsters. I mean, this is the guy next door, which really in a lot of ways can be so terrifying because we all know that it could happen to us yeah that's that i think that's the thing that's amazing about it is like 
it really gets under your skin because it's so, it, you know, every young couple wants to buy, you know, their, their first dream home and start a family and all this stuff. And it's like what happens when the American dream becomes a nightmare. And it's so possible because people are crazy yeah. out here in the world. It, it could happen. <laughs> and I think that's why it's kind of like, you know, it grabs you. Dude, that guy that just sold us the house is out in the front yard. He's very helpful. <laughs> yes. but I, yes. I, I love these movies. I love like uh, Hand the Rocks a Cradle and Unlawful Entry and Single White Female. Like yes. anytime, anytime you think you're comfortable in your house and you're not, I'm seeing that film. Oh, <laughs> yep. See, for me, it's such a butthole pucker. Yeah. Right. Well, oh, yeah. I, I think that's on the poster. So that it is. Okay, good. The, uh, the film a looks yeah. <laughs> a butthole bugger. Yeah. Uh, directed by Dion Taylor, Michael Ely is terrific in it. Megan Good, of course, and Dennis Quaid. It's called The Intruder. Look, you've already seen The Avengers. It's time for something completely <laughs> different. Go see it this weekend. Megan, thank you for jumping on and especially for saving us from Allie's laundry story. <laughs> You're so very welcome. Thank you for having me. Now I'm going to go do my laundry. (laughs) (laughs) Call back tomorrow and tell us all about it. (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. First, though, one of our favorite What's Happenings of the whole week. Allie, take it away. Yeah, during this What's What's Happening on on Friday, we talk about the music that we're really into because I know this might shock you guys. We do not pick the music that we play on our show. Except for Alien Ant Farm. Kevin loves them. I really do. But every week we add songs to our playlist that is the That's My Jam playlist. Could be something brand new. Could be something that came across our iPod what? Huh? Do we have iPods anymore? <laughs> I don't, think I don't so, even no. know. Maybe it came across your ghetto blaster <laughs> and you track. really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So we put it all on this playlist. That's my jam. You can follow along at Kevin and Bean on all of our social medias. Just click the follow button on that Spotify playlist and you'll have brand new music every single week. Kevin, you are up first. Mine is uh, probably a band that you haven't heard of mm-hmm. called Well Hung Heart. No, that's oh, that's it's, uh, it's a that's band that is local and they play uh-huh. a lot of local shows. William Hung Fart. Uh, Will Hung Heart. Oh. William Hung Heart. Right. And their bassist is shaky, but everything else I, I okay. feel like is pretty strong. All right. And there's a new song that's out called Son of a Serpent that I think rules. Right? 
All right. Right. Mm -hmm. It's very rare that we actually have one of the musicians on the song that we pick for That's My Jam. But, Chip, this one's a little different for Well Hung Hard, right? Yeah, totally different. The uh, the male vocal is actually Greta's brother, Mm. who uh, moved here from Louisiana in the last, like, five, six months, and they wanted to do a song together. Awesome. And there's a sick, like, guitar, like, in the middle of it. Trust me, if you was up to Robin, that would be, like, five minutes long. Okay. All right. Well, it's it's real good. All right. Well Hung Hard. Good choice, Kevin. Thank you. Uh, Bean, you're up next. Uh, the song that I chose is a song that I first heard on Silicon Valley last season, and I had kind of forgotten about it until it showed up in the end credits of the movie Booksmart. Remember, we had uh, oh, director Olivia Wilde on the show so a few good. days ago. Yep. And the music is fantastic in that movie. I can't wait for them to release the soundtrack. But they closed the movie with DJ Shadow and Run the Jewels. I hope Omar was able to find a part that he could play on the radio, because the language is not exactly kid-friendly, but sure. it's an awesome song, and it's called Nobody Speak. We the best, we will cut a frowning face in your chest, little wench I'ma mention a big fresh, I'ma mitch Get correct, I will walk into a court while they wreck Screaming yes, I am guilty mother of ghost, I am death Hey, you wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked DJ Shadow and Run the Jewels. Again, my pick for That's My Jam this week is called Nobody Speak. I want to see that movie again right now. (laughs) Because it plays such a big part in the... Oh, it's so good. Also, great music video if you want to look it up. Excellent. Jensen, you're up. Uh, It's very difficult this week because today a lot of people don't know this, but it's the 20th anniversary of Smash Mouth All-Star. It came out 20 years ago today. It's beautiful. I'm Mm -hmm. surprised there's still mail. I can't believe that we're just pretending like it's not a holiday. Why are we doing a tribute to Smash Mouth all day long today? 20 years today. Hey, how about a heads up next time? Well, listen, when there's a holiday, you you assume everyone knows it. It's like, I don't don't need to tell you it's Christmas. Yeah, true. Well, you shouldn't because you're a Jew. I was going to say, I do need to tell you it's Hanukkah. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what day it is? Uh, Listen, this is a soundtrack uh, that changed music in the 90s. Uh, I'm K-Rock, I remember playing a bunch of it, but people forgot how good the Judgment Night soundtrack is. It was one of the first times where they took rap and rock and mixed it together, and my mm-hmm. favorite song from it is Del the Funky Homo Sapien and Dinosaur Jr., a crazy pairing on a song called Missing Link. Yeah, and if you don't know the soundtrack, get it. They pair Helmet with House of Pain, Slayer, Ice-T, Faith No More, and the Booyah Tribe, Pearl Jam, and Cypress Hill. All right. Crazy. Just get it. It's great. I love it. All right, guys. I'm up last, and this is a band out of Brighton, England. They are called Animal House, and I thought, this song is super catchy. And then I decided to look them up, and I, I'm now in love with them. All right. Because of this. Here's their bio. 
Simply and honestly put, Animal House comprises five straight white guys who play fairly average garage rock music about not much in particular. <laughs> they then go on to list some of their accolades, like the BBC Radio 1's Annie Mack like them, everything. And then they said, and most interestingly, Ben Folds from Ben Folds 5 rated them 5 out of 10 on a radio roundtable. <laughs> <laughs> Animal House, putting the mediocre back into mediocre. I like it. And I was like, okay, now they're even better to me because they're so self-deprecating. But this is a damn catchy song. It is called On the Inside by Animal House. Loud, 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 like silence is a cage. Having doubt, doubt, doubt that there's other bitter things missing out, out, out is getting easier, you say. Out of 10. Solid 5 out of 10. Yeah. I yeah. love them so much. If you want to follow them on Twitter, it's Animal Housing, and you'll know because it says, Premium Mediocre Average Tunes <laughs> Made by Average People. <laughs> I love them so Very much. smart to play up their strengths like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, I mean, Low expectations. It does well for our show. Amen. So if you want to follow along, just go to at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We will link you to the That's My Jam playlist, and you're going to have all of that in your ear holes every single single week. Some birthdays for you. Christina Hendricks, Dule Hill, and Bobby Cannavale, and that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. It is a rare treat, a red-letter day on the Kevin and Bean Show when our friend, comedian, and actor, and renaissance man, Eddie Izzard, joins us in studio, ladies and gentlemen. He is back. Eddie! Thank you very much. Always good to be back. You've changed your building. We have. Ah, we've we changed apologize. We, we didn't send you a note on that. We should have let you know. I, we yeah. loved your old building, as we were just saying. So did we. Yes. Yeah. I know. And it's it was a dump, into, but yeah. it was our dump. Yeah, nice dump. And you're going to turn it into a rocket pad. It's been sold. It's going to be turned into... Tens of millions of dollars. They did. They sold Insane. Like, yeah, like $20 million. They're probably just going to build a park. And they don't like give it. you any of that money? <laughs> 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 you know better than Christmas. that. We just need to break this building in. That's the problem. Yeah, it's a little too new. Yeah, at the front, break it down. Correct. Yes. Stuff, have a cat. If you could, if you could pee on the wall before you leave, Eddie, that would help us a lot. I know. Well, we were trying when we came, we actually came in and uh, we looked at it and going, "Hang on, no, this is wrong. We're wrong. We're in the wrong. <laughs> Let's go. Let's wrong go. building." Well, Eddie, we have a lot of a lot of ground to cover, a lot to catch up on since the last time we saw you. I am fascinated by when we had you in last time. You were doing the Force Majeure tour, yeah. and you were in, you were in the middle of that. You ended up not only playing in forty five countries, but all fifty states. You took your yes. comedy to yes, which I'm very proud of, and I I, pro, I assume a number of American stand ups or musicians might not have played all fifty, but mm. I, I oh absolutely not. Yeah, uh, I do remember once back in the. 80s, I think, George Thorogood. Do you know him? You're familiar with the rock and roll musician George Thorogood? I do know he did. Right. He did 50 shows in 50 states in 50 nights. Wow. He actually did them in consecutive nights. Stop which showing off. A then travel he, nightmare. And then he had to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but what what was it like in, I don't know, I'm not picking on anybody, but I mean, does Eddie Izzard draw big in like, uh, you know, South Dakota and Wyoming? 
Yeah, it seems okay because I've designed my stuff to be. It's very Python influence, and that's my and Richard Pryor influence, and Billy Connolly influence, and Steve Martin influence. So it's, those are my influences, and that's not mainstream comedy. That's more alternative, off the wall comedy. So right. if people like that, and I liked it when I was a kid. You, you will go through; they will drive a long way. I was in Australia, and I played in Perth, and someone said, "We've driven down from Darwin to see you," which is just endless. It's, it's your equivalent of American distances. It's a huge wow. amount of driving so um people will sort of make their way there so when i was playing mississippi alabama maybe i'm not mainstream mississippi mainstream alabama kind of show but the other people would come and bill maher told me that just go there they'll come did it's, you change up your routine at all i don't change it a word okay i want it so that if i'm playing st petersburg or if i'm playing new york cape town wherever it is it's the same thing a bit like an indie film if an indie film turned up you wouldn't change all the references and say mm. oh this guy's called uh, ting now instead of freddie and you know <laughs> did you learn the uh, the accent the southern accent uh no i, I, I believe i can do a little bit of a southern accent because okay. uh uh doing it in the films and things but um no i i didn't i just performed it exactly like it like when i do it in French, I just do it in French with an English accent. And I heard you mention just before that I learned Russian for St. Petersburg. Yeah, that's it. And I haven't yet. That's on the oh. list. Oh, that's, that's after on the list. I've got French going, Spanish, German. I've mm -hmm. got Arabic next and then Russian. But I will play St. Petersburg in Russian and Moscow and tour Russia. In it, how long does it take you to learn a language? Uh, long time. Seems like really. a weekend. A long well, time. Okay, this is the technique. My brother, my brother's the expert, the elder brother, Mark. And so we came up with this technique. Like in Spain, I didn't have a word of Spanish. So went to Madrid and I went on and I did essentially a, to a bilingual audience I did the whole show in English mm -hmm. and then I did two minute encore in Spanish on the first night and I just memorized those lines mm -hmm. which were translated in Spanish and then the next night I did four minutes in Spanish next night I did six minutes in Spanish and I was there for a month and I just built it up um, until I had 60 minutes in Spanish so that's did, did you technique. feel like you understood the words you were saying or was it just rote memorization no in Spanish I did and if I was if I was going to go straight into Arabic and Russian I probably would be going, ah, oh, yes, I know that word, and I'm, I could repeat them, and I go, actually, what does that word mean? Oh, that means this one. And it's not the, it's the way to start off. It's the way, a practical way to get in there, earn a bit of, you have to pay the bills and pay for the hotel, and, and you're there, right. and there's a, you know, a certain small amount of crew that's there, but um, that way, the bilingual people can come and say, ah, oh, he's in English, oh, there's a bit of Russian, oh, English and Arabic, um, but then gradually, you've got to start improvising in that language. You've got to do lessons yes, in a day, but your, right. your brain will explode, so I was... Um, <laughs> So Why are you looking at me? <laughs> it's, it's just a little tough. But my Spanish, this show, Wunderbar, I actually improvised. I, I always do workshops to develop the new stuff. I don't write anything down. So I jumped on stage in Paris to, to develop the Wunderbar show. And then in, in Berlin in German. So I was going, and just mucking about in French, just like I would do in English. And making mistakes and saying, how do you say, come on, it's going to be helicopter. Oh, it is helicopter. Yeah, the <laughs> and, um, and that Eddie, was we very have we have a uh, a presidential election coming up next year. Yeah. I'm not sure if you're if you heard of it or not. <laughs> I've heard about it. <laughs> but there is a candidate out of Indiana in our country who is running for the presidency on the Democratic side, and he speaks seven languages. And people are astonished by that, as I am as well, because in this country we tend to be suspicious of people who speak anything other than broken English. <laughs> 
Well, it's great that they do. I mean, you know, it, I, uh, are they just someone... Do they have parents who are from different uh, backgrounds well, he, and different he, languages? And... He, says, he says that, like, one of the languages, Norwegian, he wanted to learn because he, he he read a book that he loved. It was one of his favorite books, and he wanted to read it in the original language. So he decided to speak, learn to speak Norwegian so he could read it wow, the way that, it was written. I am such a slacker. I can't even yeah. get through it in English. That's more heavy-duty than I do. I, yeah. just, I just roll on and repeat it, and then I learn it. <laughs> I learn. I'm, I'm the most. La- I'm lazy and very driven. I think I am these two things put together at the same time. Very like an oil tanker. Once it gets going, I can keep going. If it <laughs> stops, you can't get me going. You have to really push me. As an oil you tanker. mentioned the Wonder Bar tour, which is coming to town in June, uh, yes. the end of June at the Dolby Theater. Tickets on sale now for as low as fifty bucks at eddieizzard.com. How many? Uh, how many different tours, Eddie, have you done in your long career? It's got to be at least a dozen, right? Um. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. I've haven't uh, thought that one. It must. I I'd say it's about ten. I'd say it's about mm-hmm. ten shows that are out there and tours. My first ever tour, actually. I was just I was in Britain and I was just doing date after date. And you put them in your diary. And if you've been, I've been struggling for ten years to get things going. And now people are saying, "Hey, this guy's quite good. Let's give him dates." And I looked at them in the diary and I thought, if I write all these dates out on a poster, that is a tour. And so the first tour I did was called the Loose Collection of Dates Tour, <laughs> um, and, which I really liked. Sort of a wish. Yeah, it was just what I happened to be doing, written on a piece of paper, printed on a wall, and therefore it was a tour. And I was doing one. Um, Because I'm, yes, I'm very forward-thinking like that. (laughs) How, how, How many places will you take Wonderbar? Um, we're in, I think it's 28 cities in America. We're going, we, I've just all played Central Europe and Eastern Europe. And I have played uh, Australia, New Zealand, and going back to Britain and ending up in Paris in November. So if anyone wants to learn French, do come along um, <laughs> very quickly. And but, is stand-up still as it is with so many stand-up comedians, even once they've gone on to do movies or, or Broadway, as you have? Is it still your driving passion? No, I think film always was my driving passion. Um, I, when I was seven, I saw a play and I thought I want to be an actor. And then I hit puberty, and I was—if you're, this must be for same for everyone. If you're small for a boy, if you're smaller at school, if you're born a boy, hey, transgender time, um, then you—they uh, they give the taller boys the lead roles, sure. and the smaller boys play slaves and servants <laughs> and stuff. It's not good, even if you're very good. Um, so I wasn't very good, and I wasn't very tall. So I, I in teenage years, I discovered Python. I thought I can't. I'm not going to do this drama. I'm just going to do comedy. But it took so long for the comedy to take off until I was 30. I decided to do the drama as well. So my passion is 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 actually acting. I've got a film, Six Minutes to Midnight, it's coming out at the end of this year, and Boys in the Wood, um, and they're, they're both running, which is. Boys in the Hood, but it's in the wood, yeah. and it's um, <laughs> kind of a Shaun of the Dead kind of feel about that one. Love and, it. Um, just won the uh, South by Southwest Audience Award, which is very good. Wow. Nice. And, yeah, so I've got these films going, and I try and do dramatic roles in that, in the film medium. And I broke into Pinewood Studios when I was 15, <gasps> which is one of our big studios. Yeah. I like Star Spiel- Wars is there. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, Spielberg broke into Universal when he was, nice. mm-hmm. I think, 18 or 20, and he got a career going almost immediately. And I broke into Pinewood, like, and oh, I didn't you. get a career going for a long time. <laughs> so that's where our similarity breaks. Eddie is is our guest. Again, the dates are coming up at the end of June, the 26th through the 29th at the Dolby Theater, eddieizzard.com or ticketmaster.com. You definitely want to see this show. More with uh, Eddie right after this on K-Rock. This is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock.
the wonderful Eddie Izzard, gracing us with his presence again this morning on the Kevin Bean Show on Rock. His latest tour is called Wonder Bar, and it is coming to the Dolby Theater at the end of June. A few nights there. 50 bucks is where the tickets start at eddieizzard.com. Eddie, are you a fan of uh, the rock music at all? Uh, yeah, my my uh, tastes are quite eclectic. Um, mm-hmm. The first of a track I bought was Squeeze Call for Cats on red vinyl, on pink vinyl, actually. <laughs> and then Ian Jury hit me with your rhythm stick. So the punk, I was I was a very melodic kid, and I was encyclopedic in comedy and film. And so music was more of a background than a foreground for me. And mm-hmm. uh, the, the punk rock... Uh, our punk rock time came different when it was New York Dolls and and the Ramones, I think, happening in New York. So that right. that, that those times tied up. Um, and but I found that very intimidating. I couldn't grab hold of it. There was an energy and a, an outrage there that they wanted, you know, uh, push back against. You didn't rock. love that? No, I I couldn't grab hold of it. I was coming from a completely different area. I'd gone. My mum had died when I was a kid. I'd gone to a boarding school. Da, 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 and comedy and film was my one of my passions. And I was listening to very middle-of-the-road kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Those were your John Denver years. No, uh, oh, Carpenter's <laughs> years. Carpenter's now, years. Now, okay. now interesting, really? on, I've got this theory on the, theory on the Carpenters, that, that Karen Carpenter, if you watch, if you go to YouTube and look up uh, Dancing in the Streets, uh, the first time she did it, she was on drums. She played the drums. She's very good on the drums. And she, mm-hmm. and it's, they won a competition. It was the first competition they won on telly. And she, that's her mojo. That was her almost a, her sexual mojo. Is that right? She re- yeah, you, if you... Do it. YouTube it right now. Anyone listening? Uh, Karen Carpenter, um, Dancing in the City. And there's two versions. There's a later version where it's the Carpenters and it's kind of winsome and, and floaty, floaty light. But it, when she's playing the drums on it, and they lose the beat a bit in the middle and the bass <laughs> is trying to keep up with it. But it, it's it's interesting. You can see the story of it. And the drums were taken away from her because you say, well, you know, you know, and Richard. They wanted was, her to be a front person, yes. Yeah. And, and I know that the. the the record company didn't like the counters, even though they were selling mm. billions eventually, you know, and they say, well, no, we're not about that. We're about what's cooler, and this is not cool. Right. And I find that interesting, the story of that. But my natural taste started very melodic, and I had to fight to get a more alternative sensibility. So that, and you it see was, what happens when you ask a guy like Eddie Izzard if he likes rock music? <laughs> yeah. You see where he goes? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. I, I used to find it really tricky, so I thought, I'm not cool. I'm just not cool. And now I think um, uh, I'm cooler. If I was going to say, have you not, made it to cool? not very cool. I'm cool <laughs> enough that cool. I, I can go around wearing the heels that I'm wearing at the moment and if anyone gives me grief, I'll fight them. So that's pretty <laughs> damn You look cool. lovely in that in, in that pantsuit today, I would say. In my, in my book. So, okay, so you have a, a numerous movies coming out. You have announced you're going to be back on Broadway yes. uh, later later this year with Laurie, the great Laurie Metcalf, right? Great. Doing Virginia Woolf, which is amazing. Yep. All of that you're getting in before you say goodbye to Hollywood. You say goodbye to showbiz, right? Yep. And you going put it on the back burner. Stand to be on a, a, a member of parliament in, in Britain, and I will put my career into hibernation, is how I'm terming it. Now, you were at one time talking about mayor of London. It's now MP? It was always mayor of London or member of parliament. Either okay. or. Sadiq Khan is our mayor. He's the same Labour Party, the same as I am. He's doing mm-hmm. a great job. and he'll, People seem to like him. Uh, yeah, and I think he'll go a second time. He's in, uh, of Islamic heritage as well, so therefore that's great a great uh, thing to have at a time when some people are trying to pull apart all the different communities of the world, and I am fighting like crazy to say we are all human beings and we need to learn to live together, work together in some shape or form. And that's why I'm performing in four languages. It, it, it shows, you know, you, we can do this. We're, 
the other people you think, oh, the French, they're completely different. No, they're not. They, they're all laughing at my stuff, and the Germans are, and the Spanish are. So let's move forward. That's what humanity does. We gradually learn to, to live and let live. And we're not doing a great job advocate. of that right now. No, we're let, not. Let me play no. devil's advocate one moment to yeah. say that I, I know of a country that thought that politicians were ruining everything, so they hired a celebrity to be president. And... Some people feel it hasn't gone well. How are you going to respond to people who are saying, what do you know? You're an actor. What do you oh, know? Right. You're a comedian. Well, I, I know I, I've had this question said many times, and I just say, well, look at my life. Look at what I've done with my life, and then you decide. So I came out as transgender back in 85 when it wasn't cool, and it wasn't cool in 1990 or 95 or 2000. Or 2000. It, it, it's got slightly easier in the last five years, I'd say. I had a vision of the future. It's where everyone has the right to have... A fair life, 7.5 billion people. That is what we need to be fighting for. Everyone. That is the only future that is is worth fighting for. I I've run over 80 marathons now, raising money for charity. Um, I'm performing in four languages. I'm I'm doing things which are political already, but they're not party political. These are just things that I've made up. I thought these are good things to do. Now, if you think that's positive, then vote for me. If you think that's negative, don't vote for me. It's totally up to you. Uh, but I am a fighter. I was... Uh, I don't know if I was born fighting, but I've, <laughs> ever since I came out back in 85, that's when I learned how to fight. And I have fought people in the streets, and I've taken people to court, and then they give me grief. And I just want, you know, I feel I'm doing pretty well myself, and I've, I've worked really hard for that. I want everyone to have a decent life. All so. right, being asked for a job. Okay, here's my here's my question. That's great about you, Eddie. Yeah. But what does it do for me? Because I am a British citizen who is you don't know this yet, but I do is, know that. is moving back to the UK yeah. this year. Yeah. I'm I am leaving America and I'm selling my beautiful Louisiana home and I am moving back to London. Well, welcome back and welcome to the fight. And I am unemployed. This is my point, Eddie. He wants to be more a part of the fight <laughs> well, yeah, than well, he is now. This is why I'm very positive on the European Union. We have half our trade with that. This is the whole negative thing on, on, on Brexit. If we're pulling out of our big trading partner, if we're pulling back and trying to make up new ways of doing things, if we're, if we're being isolationists, if we're sticking our heads in the ground, that's not going to work. I want people to have jobs, to have decent wages. And so that's why I'm so positive. You want on people your... to have jobs or you want me to have yeah, a job? Yeah, he's asking because... you for a well, job. I'm saying, I, think, <laughs> I think you are people. You are part of people, aren't you? Unless you're saying you're not people. No, you are going to be a great politician. politician. Then very I think people. You come into the people group of my Venn diagram, <laughs> and so well done to you. Can he step outside of the people group or no? <laughs> yeah, if you are Martian, then that's a different. Thing. I am actually, not... I'm actually a human, and I'm, I'm offering my, I'm offering my, uh, my uh, talents to you. Well, and I'm well saying, done. What can I do to help you become an MP, and can I get paid? You can just no, you can't get paid. It's all voluntary. Oh, that's, it's all that's, voluntary. That's how our politics works. And uh, you uh, have but, to but pay you can. staff. No. Oh yeah. Well. I, yeah, you're no anti-labor. No, no, no. <laughs> no, well, if it's if it's doing in... in uh, I'm very positive. I set up a union when I was a street performer. So that was the first thing I did. I got elected as the leader of the street performers union. So that's how positive I am. Being you can like be a street I, performer. I feel like I have failed my job interview here, you well, guys. What I, did I do wrong? No, but you're... It hasn't been great. You, you were chasing my tail there. But it's... <laughs> uh, um, where were you born in, in Britain? Ricelip. Ricelip. Now, where's mm -hmm. that near? Because that's one of those towns it, I go... I... It's South South London. South, South London. All yeah. oh, right, okay. But my, I grew up in Islington, and I have lots and lots of family there and lots and lots of friends, and I'm going yeah. back. But I'm serious. I'm going to be out of work after all these years yeah, doing know. a radio show. I he, know, but he got I'm, that. surely your retirement... You, you've got this big 
war chest is fund that you I assume you're going back with or are you going back penniless and going oh no no oh, I, can, nothing. I can afford to live that's a solid no bean <laughs> yeah and you're going to be the American guy so when did you leave what age were you when you left well I've been back and forth many times I lived there two different times but I've lived in America for most of my life but it hasn't dimmed my love for the queen and it hasn't dimmed my love for the country ah. and what I'm saying it is and then I know you de- very he's already much answered dis- this he, <laughs> I know you very much want to discuss this off the air so we'll let you, we'll let you go but where do I sign I guess is my point. Sign for which thing? Which thing for, are you signing for? For the employment contract that I'm going to be making you, have you to, before you, you have to today. get in the employment life. But you should start your own radio station back in Britain. Because <laughs> I encourage people to be entrepreneurs. I've uh, never the been shined so hard. Yeah. My yes. George Bush said the French don't have a word for entrepreneur. And they do. It's entrepreneur. And, <laughs> oh, and it is a French word. So that is a great quote, by the way. <laughs> I know. It's Eddie Izzard is our guest. The show is called Wonder Bar. And it is coming to the Dolby Theater the 26th through the 29th of June. This is a must-see. We were lucky enough to have Eddie on our April Foolishness one time a few years back, and it's it's an unbelievable experience to see the man in person. It's dizzying how funny he is. Tickets <laughs> start at just 50 bucks. EddieIzzard.com. Eddie, I'll see you at the office in a few weeks. Thanks, man. <laughs> Absolutely. And practice that English accent as well. Oh, <laughs> All right, give him a little uh, British accent before we go. S- see you later, Eddie. <laughs> That's kind of Liverpool. It's I think Ringo, t- I think, right? Yeah, that's, that's all I've got. You're doing, you're doing uh, the, the Beatles there. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a hard day's night too many times. That's all I've got. If you're South London, you've got to do a South London. You've got to go this more like that. You know, go watch some films. With all right, Bean, try that. I can't do that. Okay. I'm going to work on it, though. We both have our homework, Eddie. I'll see you soon. <laughs> okay, cheers. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Let's dip back into an older song. It's time for Kevin and Bean's Keep It 100. All right, good batch, you guys, from the 626. Hey, uh, I want to hear No Doubts, Excuse Me, Mr. Pretty Please. But that was Texture 99, you guys. Uh, Texture 101, Dave from Temecula, looking for a little silver chair tomorrow. That great Australian song from that band. Uh, neither of those were Texture 100, though. Let's introduce you to uh, Santa Ana. Do I have a name? Yes, a name? Junior. Oh, just Junior. Yes. Junior, uh, hi. Yes. Junior, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing awesome. Talking to you guys. <laughs> are you are you a uh, a Friday or a Friday guy? Uh, I am a Friday. Okay. Boom! Come on. <laughs> I love Junior. You suck. I love him. All right, uh, next question before we hear about your song. Are you celebrating either the Kentucky Derby, the May the 4th Be With You, or Cinco de Mayo this weekend? May the 4th Be With You. All right, you're back. We like him again. <laughs> Excellent. All right, thank you, Alex. All right, how did you how did you choose your song today, Junior? I'm a big fan of the Rock of the 80s. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been listening to K-Rock since 1979 when I was a senior. You rule. And, but now um, he's a junior. It's just How'd a great song. Oh, wow. uh, sorry. My first name is actually Max. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. Why don't you, uh, as you've been listening to Kerak for a long time, now you have the uh, the opportunity to uh, present a song for the rest of our listeners. Why don't you introduce your pick for Keep It 100? All right, guys. One of the best songs out there, Prison Bound by Social Distortion. Nice. Keep It 100.
right? Right? How about Jamie? From Santa Ana, longtime oh. Kid Rock listener, picking Prison Bound by Social Distortion. That's his Keep It 100 selection for today. All right, Allie, here's mm. a chance. You were talking about how much you love Social D. Yes. When was Prison Bound a big hit here on K-Rock? See, here's my thing. I feel like it's 88, but it could have come out in 88, but then wasn't a hit till 89. But we're, mm-hmm. do we ever ask when it was a hit? Can we discuss, though, like, still would with Mike Ness, right? We all would still be in. Oh, you like uh, guys with tattoos? <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Well played. Well played. Asking for a friend. That was well done, Bean. I'm right, going to go here. with my initial thought was 88. So we'll and go with 88. You are 88. correct. 1988, oh. as a matter of fact. That's Prison ridiculous. bound by social distortion. That is a great <laughs> choice. Thank you, Junior. We'll do it again next Friday, right here on Keep It 100. Keep It 100. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. It's a shame there's no uh, way to recap things that happen during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> it's Friday on the show and I'm nervous for you. So in case you missed it, here's the weekend review. We announce Weenie Roast and it's a party on the beach. You could hear Lumineers with some sand on your feet. Or dance at 311 while you're tanning from the heat. And Bean can find some German girls and act like a creep. And I'll be at Weenie Roast, so say what's up. Or tell me that your dead husband hated my guts. There'll be tons of alcohol and food trucks. Eat English muffins with Silver Sun pickups. You may even see Bob Saget or Reddy Eye. Olivia Wilde's on the phone. Scott Ackerman says hi. I won't spoil the concert and ruin the surprise. Like an endgame, it's sad when dies. So come to Weenie Roast on a VIP pass. If you miss that, download the podcast. Great work, Jensen. As always, the podcast is available at radio.com, iTunes, wherever you get yours. You understand that a woman waited in line to tell you that her late husband hated you. Yeah. (laughs) May he rest in peace. That happened in April Foolishness. That's one of the craziest encounters I've ever witnessed. I did tell her he was always dead to me. Uh, and before Oof. that, uh, 311, one of the bands that is performing at the aforementioned Kirk Weenie Rose Luau and Beach Party, June 8th at Doheny. Don't forget, if you are not a street team member, didn't get your tickets yesterday, you can get them today. They're going on sale again at 10 a.m. Go to Kirk.com for all the details. And thanks again in advance for your purchase. It's going to be a great night that night. And the proceeds benefit some wonderful local charities that all support the ocean. All right. Heal the Bay, Surfrider Foundation, and Doheny State Beach Interpretive Association. Allie, you ready to take us home with a final what's happening? I believe I am. I am, you guys. Yes, well, yesterday, big premiere in New York City of Pokemon Detective Pikachu. But uh, it really wasn't about the movie. It was about Ryan Reynolds' beautiful wife, Blake Lively, on the red carpet, debuting her baby bump. Oh. Yes, indeed. I'm so sick of pregnant women. Uh, if I you mean, if you see her, you won't be. Um, unbelievable. She, her belly. she just she's. I think she's at her most beautiful when she's pregnant, and that's Blake Lively, who might be one of the most beautiful human beings ever. I think she's, she's at her most beautiful when she's getting pregnant. Oh my <laughs> god! What? That sucked. So she's pregnant with her third child with husband Ryan Reynolds. They've been married since 2012. Parents of two children already, James, uh, who's four, and Inez, who is two. So, yay, Blake Lively. And by the way... Our baby that we made with our sex. 
Okay. That movie, Pokemon, Detective Pikachu, getting a lot of love. Yeah, a lot of good reviews. People are loving that movie. On the flip side of that, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog revealed its trailer and the internet lost it. People were very upset about the CGI look of the titular hero and his human-style teeth were ruining people's lives. People don't like the design of Sonic It's just in the movie. And shouts to Ben Schwartz, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. But this movie is not getting what you would call rave reviews. Well, wow, that sounds really terrible. Here's the thing. Uh, Jeff Fowler, who is the director of the movie, he's a visual effects artist. He's going to make his directorial debut with the Sonic film. Thank you as well, man. He saw everybody's tweets and their reaction, and he tweeted out yesterday, the message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design, and you want changes. It's going to happen. <laughs> Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be. Hashtag gotta fix fast. That movie is supposed to hit theaters November 8th. Yeah, I was trying to, I mean, it's done, right? That yeah. is that is so the main how much character. How they change it? I don't know, and how, not only changing up the actual movie, you've got to assume merchandise was done, right? Yeah, everything. Mm -hmm. So you've got the toys, you've got the shirts, you've got all of that. You have to redo all of that just because his teeth are freaking people out. Yeah, they were making a toy for kids that is just Sonic's teeth. Just the teeth. In like a Petri dish, (laughs) and you open it and then you can play with them. So I don't even understand what they're going to do with those. Do you think this is maybe setting a real bad precedent that if you complain loud enough that people will change everything for you? Yeah, trolls control everything. Yeah. Although we have seen it frequently with casting announcements where the internet revolts and they do end up making that change. But that's at least before the movie is shot. Right. This is is the trailer for the movie. I think Jensen had the best idea I saw online yesterday, which is to just bring in Christopher Plummer to replace yeah. Sonic. <laughs> that was my, my idea that I think would be great. And he's right, too. And, yeah, mm-hmm. he does everything. He's okay. terrific at, at everything. Why not? Yeah. Excellent. All right. Uh, let's move on to some Star Wars Galaxy's Edge news, you guys. Tickets went on sale yesterday or reservations. This is for the new, obviously, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland for the dates of May 31st through June 23rd. You had to log on at 10 a.m. and then within an hour and 45 minutes, all those reservations were gone. It was a bit confusing for people because they didn't know that you had to have every single person's name when you made your reservation. So you couldn't say, I want four tickets. They actually needed everybody's name. So people that saw the link for the reservation just put in theirs. And then they thought they had their whole family's tickets. And then it was just, hey, Joe Francis, that's the only ticket I have. Oops, sorry, kids. Mention of the... Joe, uh, Girls Gone Wild guy. Oh, is that Joe Francis? That is a weird choice. That's just the name that came to mind? Yeah, because a lot of uh, people wanted him to bring a lot of the girls to go wild. That is a weird choice right there Mm -hmm. that I did. What is the attraction of Star Wars? Who can say? Well, I think we all know, but here's the thing. If you missed out and you do see reservations for sale on Craigslist or elsewhere... 
do not bother because, again, you had to have the complete names of everyone in the party. You have to be uh, 18 and over. If you're 18 and over, you have to show government-issued photo IDs with the reservations. You're not going to be able to scalp these. You're not going to be able to transfer them. It's not going to happen. So if you missed out and you're like, oh, now I have to go after June 24th with all the peasants, there is one other way. You can get into Galaxy's Edge before it opens to all Disneyland ticket holders on June 24th by booking a stay at one of the three on-site Disneyland hotels, which are still, yeah, still guaranteeing Galaxy's Edge reservation times to their guests during that time period. I'm stunned that any of those rooms are still available. Honestly, I would have thought that people would be traveling in from all over the world to go see Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I'm sure uh, once people find out that's the only way to get those tickets... They will be gone. It's not cheap. Hey, Ali. Seeing how much you love Star Wars, Mm -hmm. I was just curious. Mm -hmm. Mind if I put my lightsaber in your dark side? What What do you think? Dark side? You know? All right, all right. right. (laughs) He meant the butt, you guys. I don't know if you... Oh, did you? Okay, I wasn't sure if you got it. I needed help, to be honest. Okay, no problem, Jensen. I'm here for you. Uh, Yesterday, Tinder partnered with AEG Worldwide and Live Nation to launch... Festival mode. What is festival mode? It's a new feature specifically for music festival hookups. With festival mode, you can check out who's attending the festival before you're even there. You can swipe, match, and chat before you even arrive, you guys. Here's the thing. Last year, they saw an increase of 300 times the users at the Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival and similar increases in usage at other festivals. So this is just in time for these specific festivals where Tinder Festival will be used. EDC Las Vegas and Orlando, the Governor's Ball, Bonnaroo, Hangout, Faster Horses. I don't know what that is. I'm Hard sure Summer yeah. and Firefly. We need to look up Faster Horses because it it, it's somewhere where people will be doing some hooking up. And I want to know the lineup of I know the hangout. That's a Gulf Shores, Alabama. I know that mm-hmm. one. Okay. Faster Horses is, okay. in, is in Michigan. Okay. It's a three-day right. festival. Do you want to guess what the logo is? Uh, I think it's a horse it's, running. It is. Okay. It is. Uh, Keith Urban, Toby Keith, Zach Brown Band, okay. Maren Morris Country. All right. Got it. Oh, it's a country thing. Okay. okay. Got it. So it's their stagecoach. Got sure. It. Mm-hmm. That is a great idea. It really is. Has, by the way. Really you're is. there, you're hanging out for the whole weekend. Why mm-hmm. not look for a like-minded person to, you know, cuddle with? You're not cuddling on Tinder, okay. sweetie. All right. Sorry. But I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, Kelly Clarkson had surgery to remove her appendix on Thursday. That was just after hosting the three-hour Billboard Music Awards the night before. Astonishing. Where she not only, again, hosting... She performed two different musical numbers. Kelly Clarkson had reportedly been suffering from a very painful bout of appendicitis all week and flew right home to L.A. after Las Vegas immediately uh, following the show and then prepped for the procedure the next morning. But don't think Kelly's, you know, going to be lazy just, you know, resting up. No, no, she'll be back at The Voice for their live show on Monday. She's a monster. She's amazing, you guys. How are that? Kelly Clarkson. No, Kelly Clarkson! But appendicitis, that's like intense pain. Very painful. Mm -hmm. painful. I killed my mother. Appendicitis. Really? Yeah, she had her her appendix burst, yeah. Oh, no. Scary stuff. But she's fine? I mean, she's she's dead now, but I mean, she she recovered from it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully Kelly Clarkson will survive. She's fine. She's already had her appendix out, and she's fine. No, gotta pray, everybody. Prayers up.
<laughs> you guys, what's she happening? She went from to oh to well, she's in a lot yeah. of pain. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the diagnosis right there. You guys like the Twilight? The movie? The, oh, the well, Twilight the, movies? The books, the movies. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. Slightly dated, and I never yeah. liked them in the first place. Uh, then isn't it time for a launching of Twilight in concert world tour? No. This is so weird to me. It's going to feature a full orchestra performing the original film score. Uh, time to a screening of Twilight. Why so soon? That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a hard no. That launched uh, a decade ago in 2008. But it is the third Lionsgate movie to receive one of those concert tours following The Hunger Games in concert and La La Land in concert. That's a that's a hard pass for me, dog. Get his wings out of here. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Agreed, Bobs. That's true. All right, you guys. What do you say we wrap this up and start our weekend? Let's do it. All right. Happy birthday to Christina Hendricks, Dulé Hill, and Bobby Cannavale. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie. Hey, on your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. How about next week's shows, by the way? Oh, they're great. How about comedians Nate Bregazzi? Who I love and everyone this weekend watched the Netflix special so we can all talk about it. It's called The Tennessee Kid. It's very funny. Very good. Uh, David Cross. He's great. Uh, He's also great. I thought you were waiting for me to say that. Anthony Jeselnik will be on the program. He's wonderful. Akbar Bajajia Mahayamaha. Maybe we'll practice that this weekend. And Monday morning, Henry Winkler. See you there. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. What are you? (laughs) Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. (laughs) That's how we do it. Better learn that Rewind it. Play it again, mother The hell with you. This stops, and we mean now. Neighbor, husband, <laughs> no, wife, stop three-way, doing that. sickle, penis. It's stop doing boom. it. No. There's no boom. There's no boom. There is a boom. Never a boom. Of course there's a boom. No boom. Bong, bong. Happy Friday. Go Ducks. Bye, guys. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world-famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.